guys. Welcome back to part two of Cults on this podcast, Sounds Exhausting. I'm Sarah Austin. I'm Vanessa Tyler. And I will not be burping. Because <laughs> Sarah just said I'm not allowed to. First and foremost, we hope you uh, enjoyed the train wreck that was part one. <laughs> uh, look forward to a similar train wreck for part two. Um, Yay. Because I have no uh, outline done. I just have a bunch of notes that are not put in order and uh, a lot of shit in my head. And we're just going to figure <laughs> it out. That's just you every day. From there. <laughs> you got a lot of shit in your head and you're just going to figure it out from there. Uh, I have no That's how like. You take on the day. I have no like script written out, nothing. So, uh, nada. Zip. We're just going to. See how this one goes. She was shot. Just oh. like Sylvia Brown. She has nothing. <laughs> she has no information. She just makes it up. She was shot. No, I have all the information. I'm just hoping I can mm, lay it out in a way that makes sense. But after listening back to part one, I kept saying that in this episode, I was going to be doing... Uh, the order of the solar temple, which is absolutely not what I'm doing or what I was trying to say or think of. That sounds like a, a fifth element or something. Yeah, it's like a whole separate thing that we could end up doing something on, but it's absolutely has nothing to do with what I'm talking about today, which is heaven's gate. Um, which is, I think after, like listening to all the stuff I did, reading all the stuff I did, probably. Oh my God! The Order of the Solar Temple is a secret society. Yeah. <laughs> that are the Knights Templar, and I think they guard like the blood of Jesus or something. I don't know, but it's not at all what I was <laughs> thinking of or trying. To, I think because we were talking about the People's Temple, I was getting like mixing shit up. I don't know, but it's not at all what I was trying to talk about. What I'm trying to talk about today is Heaven's Gate. <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> Something but first, I wanted to let you know something I saw on Facebook today, which is that the History Channel is about to release on May 31st an all-new series called Unidentified Inside America's UFO Investigation. Uh, premieres Friday, May 31st. I thought it was kind of fitting to put that in today. Um, if you guys don't know, uh, this is going to be the people uh, that run to the Stars Academy of Arts and Science. That could be wrong. I think that's what their group is called. But anyways, it's Tom DeLong from Blink-182. It's his, he, he left Blink-182 to become a, a UFO investigator. Wow. And uh, so now he has this new show on History Channel. So I am... Um, you know, with all these UFO investigators and tour sites, because I went to Sedona recently with a girlfriend, and they had that there. You can sign up yeah. at night and go with uh, kooks and look up at the sky and think everything you see is a UFO. You'd think by now we'd have something concrete, and we sure don't. Well, I think History Channel is going to help us out. The History Channel. Let's, it's the History Channel. And who can you trust more than Tom DeLonge from Blink-182? First of all, <laughs> I don't know if you've seen it, but I'm going to reference South Park again because it's been a while. They have an episode about the History Channel 
-hmm. and they talk about Thanksgiving and how they were all aliens. Everything was aliens. Just Uh, everything was aliens and they just make up shit and it's so elaborate and makes no sense. And Stan's like, this makes no sense. This isn't the History Channel anymore. Like next on the History Channel, UFOs, aliens, nothing about history. Nothing about facts. I I feel like I can buy the the alien thing more than the Jesus Christ thing. That's fine. (laughs) Don't call it the History Channel. Call it the... No, it's not our history. This is a UFO episode. Well, it kind of is a UFO episode. Fine. Call it that. We don't know that this is history. That would be the most accurate thing they could call that channel besides the This could be History Channel. We don't know. (laughs) We have no... (laughs) This could be our history. The channel. This could be it. (laughs) (laughs) What the hell? So I got, like, all my info from wikipedia youtube some podcasts there was a good rolling stones um article online about it and then of course uh heavensgate.com yeah their website is still up from 1997 (laughs) yeah it's still up active updated the actual website is not updated at all you can go to heavensgate.com it's the same design from the 90s Right. Um, when you said it was still up from then, I was like, no way. I went online and looked at it. When I saw it, I was like, this is absolutely, without a doubt, 100% a website from the 90s that hasn't yeah. been touched since yeah. then. Well, they still update it. Um, and they still, if you send them an email, they'll email you back. They'll even send you free books, free videos. Um, they don't ask for anything in return. You can make a donation, but you don't have to. Um, that's probably what my husband's going to get for Christmas this year. So... <laughs> What a rip. I thought it was pretty interesting, but I'm going to read a little excerpt from Wikipedia just to open it up and then we'll kind of tell us a little bit about Heaven's Gate because you and I know a little bit. We're privy. Yeah. So Heaven's Gate was an American UFO religious cult based near San Diego, California. It was founded in 1974 and led by Marshall Applewhite and Bonnie Nettles. On March 26th, 1997, police discovered the bodies of 39 members of the group in a house in the suburb of Rancho Santa Fe. They apparently had participated in a mass suicide in order to reach what they believed was an extraterrestrial spacecraft following the comet Hale-Bopp. So now... What a a comet name. Hale-Bopp. Hail Bop, H A L E dash B O P P. And it's actually, I think, P-P. the last. That's not necessary to, for it to have two P's. Of the two people that uh, discovered Hail-bop. it. What a name. Hail yeah. Bop. <laughs> Bop. <laughs> so, uh, Marshall Applewhite, he is uh, he's definitely a, a, a character. Mm-hmm. He's got, by the way, everybody, if you want. On yeah. Instagram, we're going to put pictures of him. Yes, for sure. Like his introductory video or something. Yeah. He, if you notice, even though he wears a shirt with the collar up high, he has one of those vagina necks where his neck makes the shape of an unsightly vagina. Well, what's weird is that he wears a, and I feel like I only see this like with like weird religious cults, is <laughs> he has a button up shirt with no collar. You know hmm. what I mean? Like hmm. that kind of. I, I don't know what it's looked like a collarless button up. Right. But I feel like every time I see some religious cult, that's like part of their thing. 
<laughs> it's an alien thing, I'm sure. Um, Can you say there is a spaceship hiding behind the comet? Yes. Yeah. So we'll get into that. So basically in the seventies, uh, Marshall Applewhite was a, uh, music teacher in Texas. Um, first red flag. He was a married man. I, I don't believe he had any children or hmm. that I could find. He wasn't divorced. Um, well, he was, he's married in this part of the story. Oops. Um, he was fired as a teacher um uh-huh. Uh-huh. after it was alleged that he had sex with a male student what the fuck um do his people know that or his previous yeah, it's people? i i well i mean i don't know maybe not back then it's pretty common knowledge now so let's get a running list everybody write down religious kooks button-up shirts no collars sex with kids well I, I didn't see that it was anything with kids. They, I don't know if he was teaching at a college or uh, that it was the uh, 70s and accused of it. Teenagers weren't referred to as kids. I don't know, but I didn't see any accused of it. I couldn't see anything that said like child sex or anything like that. It was that he had sex with a male student. We're, we're adding it to the list. Oh, and they're in the closet and they're gay. Yeah. So that's going to be like you know the sad part of this is thing. they said it on last podcast on the left that it in the 70s it was safer to believe that you were an alien than to come out as gay <laughs> um it's true yeah so we still like to believe <laughs> we're a little bit alien um you say you were abducted by aliens and got anally probed but you have to you can't say that you let like some guy do it no more South Park references. Then you're just weird. I'm being serious. <laughs> like, you'd probably be... People just think you're nuts and dismiss you and not worry about you. Well, here's the thing. So after that happens, he um, does suffer a heart attack, kind of like a near-death experience, right? And shortly after that, he checks himself into a psychiatric hospital. Oh, no. He is really struggling with who he is as a person this is where he gets all his people isn't it um no it's a a good place to recruit kind of it gets stranger um (laughs) wow so from what i could read and kind of understand and read between the lines is that marshall applewhite was very conflicted from what i believe was the fact that he was gay Mm. um he checked himself in um saying that he you know didn't understand himself um he didn't understand certain parts of himself um he was just really struggling internally with who he was as a person and i think that probably uh would you know go back to kind of internalized homophobia um and and in trying you know that i maybe that's just my perspective on it i mean it's not there there are a lot of other people that share that that same belief like the history channel (laughs) you've just completely made up what you think is going on based off nothing this is Um, possibly we don't know educated guessing educated (laughs) what's your doctorate in um so his uh psychiatric nurse is a woman named uh bonnie nettles oh she's a nurse yes at the psychiatric hospital 
she meets Marshall Appleway and they really like have this connection um not as lovers or anything like that but what they believe is this very spiritual um connection that's like on another level and bonnie starts to tell him it's not that you're gay it's not that you're confused it's not that you don't know who you are it's that you are an alien we all are Mm. Um, and they start to kind of feed off of each other. And earlier when I was trying to figure out how to pronounce that, this, uh, French word, um, it's because both, um, Appleway and Nettles, um, are believed to have both suffered from foie, foie adieu, mm. foie adieu, um, fondue, foie adieu. Uh, it's a French word, um, but there's a psychiatrist that, that suggested that the two um, suffered from this. What? What is it? I'm literally in the middle of telling you. <laughs> oh, sorry. Suffered from this psychiatric syndrome in which one partner draws the other into a shared system of delusion. Ah. So they're both having the same delusion and they're both feeding off of each other. Like when my girlfriend convinces me I'm good in bed, I'm funny. Foyadu. That's foyadu. <laughs> I'm just going to tell her the next time she says, babe, you're so You have great. to do it in a real French accent, which I Oh, foyadu. Yeah, so they basically have just, they're kind of just like creating these these stories in, in each other's heads and, and they both like love and trust each other on such a platonic level that there's no there's no talking each other down it's the same shared delusion that just progresses and progresses oh, they perpetuate each other's delusions yes very much so <laughs> very good um because he's kooky i've watched his videos his videos for his people or the new people yeah when there were new people yeah so they basically come up with this idea okay that um applewhite himself well they 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 start to change their names first they call each other Bo and peep um and and then they end up changing their names to doe uh applewhite uh he is referred to as doe and bonnie nettle she is re- referred to as t t-i so d-o and t-i and wait a minute hmm. in his introductory video he says Tito, but he said T is his father, God. Yes. So Bonnie's God? Yeah. I thought he was literally referring to his biological father. He wasn't. No, no, he's not. Oh, Bonnie's God. It gets, um, (laughs) we'll get to that. (laughs) Because he did say that father went, like, left when he must have meant when Bonnie passed away. Yes. Yeah. You're giving away a lot of my story. She went back to, Uh, oh, good. Now you know how I feel. (laughs) wonderful let me bring up something completely random about a guy in his t-shirt that i saw <laughs> Jesus Christ. um so so doe marshall applewhite um they believe that he is the second coming of christ that god uh was an alien 
and that uh, they were living in the end times. They read the Bible a lot, especially uh, Revelation chapter 11 in the New Testament, which is a like a section about these two witnesses of a of a prophecy and at the end of their prophecy they had to battle demons and and so they kind of start to like see themselves as these prophets in the book of revelations and anything that doesn't fit um much like religion they just kind of make it fit (laughs) you know like aliens (laughs) yeah i'm not saying it was aliens but it was aliens. It was aliens. Like when he says that when the Bible refers to chariots on fire, that's a spaceship. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. It's just yeah. a spaceship. They were honestly the first uh, ancient aliens. Like if someone would have put like a TV crew on this, the History Channel could have boosted their ratings in the 90s um, because they were very much the first, you know, ancient aliens that is what they believed that everything that that was around us had been built by aliens that we were put here by aliens like i was explaining to you earlier almost like plants like how you you know put a seed into the ground and it comes to fruition and then you do with it what you will you pick the fruit or you you cut the flowers or whatever so basically humans were put on on earth as just vessels Mm-hmm. just you know our bodies and we have consciousness and things like that but when aliens needed they could come to earth and take over that vessel right because we have so many things that they could use like you know uh sex booths where you go and pay a couple bucks and a curtain pulls up and you jerk it where next to another guy new york oh. howard stern sal that's how i know about it God, I, I'm glad I explained how I knew because if I just left that there, people like Jesus. Yeah. So that was like <laughs> that was like the first um like what can we create that could they pick they could possibly want? Just us. They don't they don't necessarily want anything we created. They just needed a harvesting station for, for bodies. Our diseased blood full of fried well, grease. So what do they need from it? Just make it. We're making it. They We're did making make it. it. They made us. We are literally creations of them in this storyline. But we can make it without all the complicated. Why are you arguing with <laughs> lunacy? <laughs> My made up shit is is right, and your made up shit is wrong. So, Tale as old as time. This is in the 1970s where they kind of start their first um, do a lot of drugs, deep dive into this new. Uh, religious cult and so when they first started it it was called him h-i-m which stood for human individual metamorphosis yeah he does refer to people as individuals a lot uh yes uh it was a doomsday cult you know end of times type cult Uh, but he didn't but he specified that he wasn't saying the world was coming to an end it was going to be quote-unquote recycled yes yeah um, so most of the people that started in this first him cult of his, um, would then, uh, eventually become members of his total overcomers anonymous, um, which would then later be renamed as heaven, heaven's gate. 
That's so weird because I remember in high school, you and your little goth friends had a similar cult because you guys all wear the hymn stuff. That stood for His Infernal Majesty, and that is still a great band. <laughs> What's it stand for? His Infernal Majesty. Fascinating. You guys were like a little cult. <laughs> That's still a great band, and they I think they just did their last tour like two years ago. Oh, I never shucks. got to see them live. Um, mm. yeah. Well, we got to see Otep, and they had a dead pig on a stick, so that's oh, enough for me. Love them. Love them. <laughs> love them. So that was uh, uh, Marshall Applewhite and Bonnie Nettles in, in the 1970s. By 1985, uh, Bonnie Nettles is diagnosed with cancer, and I'm sorry I don't have um, the exact type. God of- got cancer and couldn't fix it? Well, she's not God yet. Um, when is she God? When she dies? Yes. Give me a break. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Uh, um, she has cancer and she decides to forego any treatment for it. Um, believing that this is um, the, like, for lack of a better word, aliens um, getting ready to, to take her um, ethereal body and, and not her flesh body um to with them <laughs> what it's even hard to explain it's such bullshit it really is i feel like i've I've listened and read to so like so much of this and i still can't like fully explain it i i feel like maybe you do have to have a certain spark of um insanity yeah like a little <laughs> bit of madness in your brain and mine's um very we well medicated. So oh, that's why. I can't really connect with it <laughs> in this ethereal uh, level. The government uh, got you. But after um, Bonnie dies, this is obviously like a huge blow um, for Marshall Applewhite, for Doe. Um, and things, for start, things start to really uh, ramp up for him. So he um, ends up believing and telling his followers um, that, yes, uh, Bonnie is God. Um, that God, you know, was... that. How do I explain this? That God and Jesus weren't necessarily God and Jesus, right? You saw them as God and Jesus because those were the earthly bodies that they were taking at that time Mm -hmm. but -hmm. when they died or left to heaven their their souls their actual beings no longer needed those bodies they can inhabit whatever bodies they want right so god and jesus aren't gone they are they have been taking other forms of life for what i believe he said was 2000 years so <laughs> he believes that <laughs> and the other billions of years just fuck it honestly yeah yeah basically okay okay, okay. Uh, how so come he, how come it's not weird to say you talk to jesus but it's weird to say you are jesus i think it's all of it's very strange <laughs> <laughs> that's true how come some people most people who uh-huh. are religious don't think it's weird that they talk to jesus and their friends talk to jesus but when someone says they're jesus it's like 
Uh-oh, they're crazy. You know, what's, you know what's really interesting is I was just listening to, it wasn't a TED Talk, but it was like, a, um, do you know who Penn Gillette is? Penn mm-hmm. and Teller. Mm-hmm. Okay, I love them. So Penn was doing, uh, when he released a book like many years ago, and it was like a, a pretty atheist book. It was a, about there not being a God. Um, he went on like a speaking tour, right? And people were asking him, I forget what the actual question was, but he ended up giving this really cool answer. And I'll see if I can find the link because it really made me think where he was saying when somebody commits a a murder or an act of violence or something like that, and they do it in the name of God, which is what a lot of, a, a lot of things have been done in, right? A lot of these, you know, horrendous acts of violence, murder, rape, genocide have been done in the name of God. Okay. There God. You put somebody up on the stand Mm -hmm. and they say, God made me do this. That is grounds for an insanity plea. But what he was saying is why wouldn't true Christians, true believers of Christ believe that person? that God made them do that. If you look through the Bible, God has called upon people to do some pretty nowadays horrendous things. Well, they would say that that's the Old Testament when he did that. And then the New Testament. There are still believers of the Old Testament. You know what I mean? It was just an interesting, I mean, right, but much more eloquently than me. That would be Jewish people that only believe the Old Testament. And the New Testament says Christ came and and it accounted for all of our sins or something and created a new covenant so new rules new rules start over okay and he doesn't he he, that so that isn't biblical because they they incorporate the whole bible old and new testament i am going to find that clip just to link it to at least you because it it really was like though i am obviously not explaining it the the way my person to send that to is my brother danny on his little yeah through the soul podcast the biblical guy because mm-hmm. he he's just biblically based you'll, you'll get a, you'll get a good you'll get an answer but i'll tell you what he's he's the minority in his religion they yeah. don't they don't they don't they don't really have an account because they don't really know their bible they just kind of go with the flow and like the way it makes them feel and cherry pick and etc but uh, right here's, here's what i've learned from danny being biblically correct is it this this bible is, is so much in it that it's created an infinite loophole for them in almost every aspect yeah, it just it, and and most of it comes when you when you if you get through the nitty gritty of it, you it, then it goes down to faith, right? You get to things where you can't argue anymore, like blind faith, and you know, and then you have to assume everything and it's true, too, yeah. to yeah. accept his answers, and then so and it's just an it's just a nonstop fucking loop of bullshit yeah. <laughs> over it. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. Sorry, ah. I took us off track, but I just remembered that that. But what about thing. other religions too? What if they're Muslim or 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 whatever? Do you know what I mean? It's a good question for all of them, not just Christians. If they say, yeah, no, absolutely. Um, I, I'm not sure that he said, you know, if you were a true Christian, but I think he was saying if you're like a true believer in in God, you would take, you wouldn't immediately assume that whoever says they're talking to God, why is that automatically looked at as insanity? Right. When you yourself, you pray, you believe you're speaking to God, but when someone else does it and they've committed a violent act, Mm -hmm. how come that cannot be from God? Right. You know what I mean? It it was just an interesting, it really has nothing to do with this. Um, 
So Bonnie Nettles dies in 1985, fucks Marshall Applewhite up, but he's going to keep going. He has this new theory that Bonnie is God and she's watching over them and, or he, it gets really strange. (laughs) (laughs) It's, it's already there. Go ahead. Um, so you talked about how the earth, how they, how they said the earth was being recycled. So it's still a, a like a technically a doomsday cult, but they don't actually believe that the earth is going to be destroyed. Um, what they believe is that uh, a, a spaceship is going to come. It is going to um, pick up some of the ethereal bodies and either. Um, what does ethereal mean? Ethere- maybe I don't know if I'm using it correctly. Um, your spirit, your your spirit, like your consciousness, almost. Yeah, yeah. I guess. I mean, they don't ever use the word consciousness. Like the voice think, in but- your head. Yeah, like your inner, your inner being, rather than your outer being. Oh, it's ethereal with an e, extremely yeah. delicate and light in a way that seems too perfect for this world. Yeah, me. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> all babies in the world yeah <laughs> my no, toddler punched me in the face today so not That's him punched you in the face oh ah, fist oh yeah why do you do that in the middle of a school function at <laughs> the boys like science fair thing tonight oh i was so mad he had a timeout in the hallway he was, was he just mad. being a brat or what or yeah, playing. he was mad because there was like a dinosaur dig and he needed to give other kids a turn. And so I picked him up and then he wanted me to put him down and he just got super frustrated and he doesn't really know how to explain his frustration. So he thought just punching me in the mouth would help him out. I know how he feels. <laughs> but he got him a timeout instead. So Did you have the surprised Pikachu face? <laughs> when he yeah, it, it's like so embarrassing too because you're in like a whole auditorium full of people just staring at you and i just want to be like suck it you guys have all been hit by your kids relax they were looking at you funny i probably not but that's immediately <laughs> what it feels like <laughs> you know <laughs> like it just sucks it's embarrassing i think it feels like everyone's like thinking get your kid in control like uh he's two well, especially around here, it's like, oh, you better spank that kid. And I'm like, no, you can go no. two-minute timeout. It'll be fine. I know how to teach my kid not to be violent. I'm going to use violence. Yeah. Wow. Listen to me. Quit hitting. <laughs> Just smacking back yeah. and forth. You're smacking him over and over again. <laughs> Quit hitting is bad. People. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> Um, so what, hit the other people. what Heaven's Gate ended up doing to try and get, uh, more followers is sadly, and what we've seen in, in a lot of our research for cults is that they, uh, would target poor neighborhoods. Uh, um, oh, I have an interesting fact. Yeah. The original cast member who played Lieutenant Uhura yeah. in Star Trek, her brother was in this kooky cult. Yeah. And he actually died by suicide. He's not, uh poor no but he was a, a very true believer obviously he's just kooky no just a little off that's what i, I'm feel, not like. I feel like all, all... i'm saying what they how they tried to recruit people i think it's a mixture of their they have their own delusions coupled with the existential crisis of why am i here there must be i must be worth something i must be a part of a bigger pur- purpose i for the life of me, I don't understand why we need to feel that way. I know. But, um, you know what I mean? 
And also I would rather not admit that I'm gay. And then a dash of aliens are cool. So you throw all that together and you've got Heaven's Gate. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they would go into these neighborhoods to talk about how the earth was going to be, quote, recycled and how the only way to save themselves was to give up all their attachments, their gender, their relationships, their family, sex. Um, those were all things that were required of cult members to give up. And he actually used the Christian Bible to justify that. He would quote mm-hmm. uh, Christ saying, I'm not of this world. If you love this world, um, then you'll die with it. Do you see what I mean? Because yeah. he's not of this world. So if you love anything in this world, so the guy, the guy uses that scripture to to justify that it doesn't say go get married and have babies. Don't right. have more things that you love of this world. That you should literally be an individual and love nothing of this world and want nothing to do with it. Well, and he they they tried to. Well, he tried to make a very um, alien alien not alien and like little green men but alien to the rest of the world kind of um aesthetic right so he everybody dressed in like track suits you know or sweatpants and a sweatshirt because it was, it was the least gender conforming thing right it kind of if you right. baggy clothes you know um they were very unisex and they are uh, unisex um, their haircuts even yes shaved heads um uh no facial hair um Seven of the members, including Marshall Applewhite, actually underwent voluntary castration. That's right. um, Where they had their testicles removed in order to control uh, sexual urges. Um, Okay. Because it was a very strict rule of absolutely no sex, no human connections. So no the boyfriend or girlfriend or mom or dad or anything like that. Um, they would refer to each other as, uh, brothers or sisters or crew members, which, you know, brother and sister, those are pretty gender conforming. So I'm not entirely sure, you know, why they chose out of ship. Yeah. Um, he called the, uh, he called it a level above human. That's what alien is to them, basically. Yeah, yeah. And heaven uh, is a place with spaceships in it and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's a level above human. Right. So in the Rolling Stones article, they actually, uh, I'll quote them a little bit. Heaven's Gate has the distinction of being the first well-known American cult of the internet era. Um, using the new technology to share their beliefs with a wider audience and also to make a living. because. They derived a large portion of their income. See, they all ended up moving into like this $7,000 a month mansion Mm -hmm. that they all lived in together. And um, they got their income from designing web pages. Because by the 1990s, they were basically reclusive. They used to go out and try and like, uh, what's the word, prophesize to people and recruit recruit and all of that um but by the night by the 1990s they were doing all of this on their um uh on their website uh higher source um <laughs> dot com <laughs> uh which is heavensgate.com um but the internet were, brings out all the kooks yeah and i did i had not why i included this rolling stones article is because i had not actually thought of that 
you know, like we did Jonestown and stuff and, and that was obviously insanity, but you know, you know, this was, I I guess I just never thought of that. It, It was the first cult to use internet. Yeah. Everybody's running around now going, where do all these crazy people come from? They've always been here. It's just the internet has brought them together and now they're not just alone and shunned. They're getting together and coming up with their crazy bullshit where they think their race is superior yep. or they think that conspiracies are real or that gay frogs are a thing, a bad thing, or <laughs> whatever they Frogs think. are gay. Right. Uh, Illuminati and all kinds of whacked out shit. The moon landing was faked. The Titanic wasn't real. Yep. Uh, Holocaust wasn't real. 9-11 was an inside job. Just a bunch of nutty people getting together on the internet. That's that's that's. There's the answer, everybody. Yeah. The internet. Shut it down. <laughs> we don't <laughs> need it. it. That's enough. Um. So along with the like, they had a very strict regimen. They were doing um what's called the master cleanse. Have you ever heard of this? It it, it makes the rounds like on the internet and diet fads like every once in a while, probably master once cleanse. a year. Master cleanse. So it sounds like it's a BDSM diet. <laughs> no, it was like this book from I think like the 40s or something. Oh my. But basically it's this regimen where you make this it's water and lemon juice, cayenne pepper, and maple syrup. And you're supposed to do like a, a three to six day cleanse where all you do is drink this mixture. Uh-huh. Kate did it for three months. Did they die? No. Oh, no, that's not how they died. <laughs> um, they all died. Um, because uh, what Applewhite or Doe was telling them um, and what they all believed is that this was a true cleanse um, of, of their soul and their body. Uh-huh. So they were doing things like that. Um, the, the web design was bringing in a, a lot of money. I, I mean, if you look at it now, it seems pretty ridiculous. But back then... The internet was pretty new and, uh, and their web design, you know, they were, a lot of them were programmers. And so it was up to par then. Yeah, um, and, there was a need for it cause it was growing quick and no one knew what to do with it. Yeah. In fact, all of their reviews for people they had done work for were glowing. They had great reviews. <laughs> um, so <laughs> they're, they're a great company. They did a good job. Yeah. Um, Apple White started, uh, like I said that, you know, the, the no, Hey, do you, uh, no you fan. know a guy who can build my website? Yeah, and, and, and this guy, and you use him, and da da da, and it's really good, and it's really affordable, and blah blah. That sounds great. Yeah, it's just there's is this one thing. What? Well, it's not a big deal. I mean, his websites are good. Okay, what is it? He thinks he's the second coming of Jesus, and he's an alien. There's a spaceship coming. Blah blah blah. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. It's good. It's affordable. Don't worry about it. What the fuck? What? Yeah, he could be. Uh, right. He's good uh, at websites. <laughs> Uh, again from the rolling stones article um which they're in the rolling stones article they're actually quoting a bbc article <laughs> i just oh. realized so oh little of articles. um members were originally told that they would be able to exit their quote containers their bodies mm-hmm. without resorting to suicide huh um, they told LA Weekly in 1994 that they hoped to be beamed up into space, taking their bodies with them into the, quote, next level. You really can't do it without suicide, Sarah. It's called LSD. Oh, right? If only someone would have just slipped them some LSD, they would have had the best time. The mushrooms. Go ahead. Um, as members 
uh, recalled their version of the afterlife. Uh, oh, as members called their version of the afterlife, next level is what dying was, was going to the next level. Um, but in the mid-1980s, uh, when Nettles died of cancer, which is in 1985, um, Appleway amended his teachings to say that they would be given a new body in the next level. So their bodies wouldn't necessarily go with them. And the group ended up having to acknowledge that death might be necessary if they were to be picked up by an alien spacecraft. Um, oh, boy. Yeah, it's it's pretty um, intense. Like, you try to, like, because I love alien stuff, so a lot of this was, like, really fun to start like researching and looking at and and at first i was like oh man this is a pretty like after doing fucking jonestown this is a pretty like easygoing thing everyone is just seems so happy nope but they're crazy that's not fair just to blanket say they're crazy uh they're delusional there's something they're suffering from delusion are they suffering yeah, I mean, they all died by suicide. They're suffering something here. They wouldn't tell you that it was suicide. They would say... Well, actually, suicide. how they explained it on their website was that they are against... They're very much against suicide. And that what they did was not suicide. Because they were ready. Staying on Earth would be suicide. Ah, Right, because Earth will eventually implode and the aliens will not need it anymore. <clears throat> you know, I've met a lot of people who claim to be Jesus. This is true. I'm not making this up. Mm-hmm. And in every case, it turned out that they were schizophrenics off their medication. And there was a guy who came in off his meds, got arrested because he's getting into shenanigans. He's Jesus. Every time I'd walk by a cell, He's alone in his cell having a full-on conversation with, like, God, angels. Regular-ass conversations, too, about weird shit. And then he would get scared because then when he'd get scared, then he'd be talking to the devil or something. Then he'd finally get on his meds and it'd take a while to kick in. And I see the same kooky guy. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, here's the kook. And he's like, hey, good morning. I'm like, good morning, weirdo. <laughs> You're okay now? Yeah, I'm just schizophrenic, and, and but he's totally normal after the fact. He knew that it was all, yeah, bullshit, but he just knows that when he's off his meds, it's it's a he's, it's a deep dive into it. He believes it, right? I mean, these these guys will do. I had a guy, uh, and this is common too. Don't look it up. God, the pictures are horrendous, but they'll tell him to do like weird shit, and mm-hmm. one guy thought for some reason his penis was like possessed by the devil mm. took one of the golf pencils that we give them mm. and tried to castrate himself like take it off and he almost did he was Ugh. lucky we, we stopped him but he did he almost did he almost took the little thing off it was hanging by a oh my red. gosh it saved it but i mean that's how kooky they are they'll do well i mean i don't know that that anyone or everyone let alone anyone in this group was suffering from schizophrenia um that's not mentioned at all in any of the research that i've done i wonder what it is 
I don't know. I I really do believe in shared delusion. Yeah, I think it's just an group psychosis. It's a group over, think. Yeah, overzealous religious thing. I mean, it's no different than the religious people who kamikaze go kill themselves and take people's lives right before they go out in a big bang. They're, sure, they're more violent. Right. But the weird thing about these people is you watch the videos, the leader's relatively articulate. Yeah. Seems genuine. Yeah. He says a lot of things like... I mean, the, the one of the original leaders was a psychiatric nurse. And he says something like, this is what he does, that I thought this is probably how he got people that were borderline delusional and gullible and really wanted something more, right? Because he would... But they had a level of intelligence. Mm-hmm. Uh, he would he would say his craziness in the video in the introduction. He'd say something crazy, and then he'd say, "I know that sounds crazy." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then you just kind of let your guard down a little bit, and yeah, and say, "Oh, well, the guy knows what he's." Do you know what I mean? Because he keeps just... giving you an out. He keeps giving you a, something to say. Okay, this guy is self reflective, self aware. He knows that what he's about to tell me is gonna sound a little bit off, and so you're not so taken aback by it. That's right. Yeah. I thought I should pick up chicks. Listen. Uh, <laughs> I was actually just on, I just clicked on Heaven's Gate web, website. Um, and right on the front page, they have a, a link that you can click that says our, pos- our position against suicide. And it's like a five paragraph thing. Um, but basically the ending paragraph sums it up. The true meaning of quote suicide is to turn against the next level when it is being offered. So they do not believe you know, like I was saying, they do not believe that how we see death by suicide to them, you and I are committing suicide right now <laughs> by, by just being here, can't, can't which is, ba- which is really the opposite of suicide <laughs> <laughs> by living. You know? Yeah. Like it's, yeah. I'm going to tell you what suicide is. What like is I it? I said in the beginning, when things don't fit, they just really make it fit. <laughs> and if you say it with enough confidence there's idiots who will believe you yeah and like you were saying with his videos i mean you can go onto youtube and type in heaven's gate or marshall applewhite um initiation video is is the big one um and that and that's when he's talking and explaining um basically what his group is uh and why they're doing this and then um some of the harder videos for me were the farewell videos Ugh. So every um, member um, that died by suicide was uh, did a farewell video, and all of them except for one are v- very positive and a bit uplifting. There's um, always that one negative Debbie Downer. Well, it's I just a woman that's said. crying the whole time. Oh my god! So it's really hard to watch. What's she crying about? Um, I think, I, I mean, this, this wasn't, this was not forced suicide in Jonestown. We saw people with guns to their heads and it was either you drink the Kool-Aid or you get shot in the head. That's a forced suicide. That's murder. These suicides were not forced. Okay. Um, but you can tell that this person was obviously conflicted. Hmm while doing this farewell tape really and um those are on youtube as well 
Wonderful. <laughs> this video. <laughs> wow. I'm not going to play any of it or link any of it. I do think the initiation video is really interesting to watch. I think the dude only blinks like four times in the course of like a two hour video. <laughs> He's pretty intense. Um, uh, uh, so the night that, that everything goes down. Go ahead. Which, um, I should just, you know, oh, I didn't even explain what Hail Bop was. Oh my gosh. Hail Bop. You were gone. I didn't even explain what Hail Bop was. It's a meteor. I know what it is. It was a comet, right? Comet and the ship's behind it. Hail Bop also is going to be the name of my firstborn. Thank you. Hail Bop. So Hail Bop was this um, uh, comet that was discovered that was supposed to be passing by Earth. Right. And so it was like one of the, you know, it, it was a big deal. It was on the news and it was getting a lot of um, press coverage and things like that, that it was coming and they knew what day it was coming and it was really exciting. Well, um, Applewhite sees this and becomes convinced that this is a sign from Bonnie or how she was then known, T. Um, th- what he then tells his followers and they agree is that this comet is coming and in the the tail of this comet is going to be uh t's spaceship to pick them up um and and he just got over it it's being disguised by hail bop he just got bored (laughs) needed a way out he's like this is so boring my vagina neck and genderless i'm castrated I've made there's poor choices. There's nothing else to do. There's nothing. There's yeah, that's right. Yeah. So it was Time coming um uh March 26, 1997 is when this started. Um on March 25th, the day before, um all the members uh went out to Marie Callender's, uh which was a restaurant that they would sometimes frequent for gatherings. Um they all ordered the same meal. They all ordered the exact same meal, which was a glass, of, pie. a glass of iced tea, a turkey pot pie, and a slice of cheesecake with blueberries. Right. And, and a salad. Um, <laughs> They're watching. <laughs> I read a, an excerpt from the, the waiter that had waited on them that night, and I, I have it somewhere in my notes, but I can't find it. Um, uh, basically, what what the waiter said was that they all seemed in a great mood. They were laughing and conversing and seemed to be having a good time. Very celebratory. Um, the next day is when the suicides would begin. They were happy because they weren't drinking their cocktail of jizz and lemon juice. Well, they were obviously, I think what he was trying to convey is that they were obviously celebrating something. Here's my question. Mm-hmm. Did anyone put the blueberry cheesecake in their hoo-ha or butthole to save it for later so no, no one else would eat it? <laughs> That's a callback. You have to listen to Cults Part 1. I didn't just, yeah, I didn't just, <laughs> I have a question. Did anybody put the food in their privates for later so that no one else would eat it? Mm. <laughs> I'll never question? be able to eat a chicken wing again, ever. Yeah, that's what everyone keeps telling me. Yeah, <laughs> never. Mm. never look at it the same listen 
My day's good. You don't know. <laughs> the next day is the 26th um what a lot of people don't know is that these um suicides actually happened over the span of three days so they were they were scheduled suicides um because one group of people would help the first group of people and i'll give it to them that i mean they had those last people had three days to pull out and they They stuck with it um they all ate pudding or applesauce that was laced with phenobarbital then they drank vodka and then they fastened um plastic bags on each other's heads um fastened i mean you can tell i didn't write write that (laughs) i thought that was another one of your words like drape fastened like tied I'm aware of what you mean. Oh, I just okay. thought you were being overly fancy. No, that was like obviously a, a copy and paste. You're like Stephen King over here. <laughs> Jesus Christ. They fastened, they fastened it. their plastic bags to their head. I know, and it's such a morbid topic. Uh-huh. Uh, it to straight, would you? After they died, the bags were removed, and then their bodies were um, draped with a blanket. Um, there it is, you guys. Draped. draped. Stephen King's here. another callback yeah no shit (laughs) um a lot when the pictures came out people uh you know automatically went to the fact that they were all wearing the same thing and they were all wearing these identical nike sneakers and everybody thought like holy shit like what does that mean you know like what is the significance of the nike sneaker and more kooks uh, and really all it was is that they were able to get just a shit ton of them on sale. And so they just bought a ton of them. You mean there's a logical explanation for that conspiracy theory? Yeah. I, there was nothing behind it being Nike or anything like that. They literally just happened to find a big sale with everybody's size and ordered them. That's okay. all it was. Wonderful. Um, they all had these really campy, fun... Um, patches that said heaven's gate away team which is a uh like a homage to star trek star trek yeah um which i mean which seems like such a light-hearted you know like i'm sure that brother came up with it the brother of the sister yeah i i I mean i know that the whole cult was obviously very influenced by sci-fi they loved things like um star trek and outer limits and things like that um but i i just find it a little like strange but then again that was their mindset you know like this was a celebratory thing they were going to the next level there was no i mean aside from that one video that i talked about earlier there was no real remorse or regret or feeling of doom it was this is just what we're supposed to do, you know, and, 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 and it's going to be so much better. Well, I mean, then the ignorance is bliss and so is delusion, I guess, if you're totally in it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, so thanks. These, these suicides happen over the course of three days. Um, it isn't till six days later um, that the bodies are discovered, um, which is pretty terrible because they were in a, a deep state of uh decomposition at that point right um after the news broke about 
what had happened. Um, one of the discoverers of Hale Bop, once they kind of unraveled, like, what the fuck is this? You know, what, why did this happen? What, what were they trying to accomplish? That all hit the press. And one of the discoverers of Hale Bop, his name is Alan Hale, um, he gave a press conference. Oh, God. Um, and he said of, uh, of the comet that Heaven's Gate had believed to be harboring a spaceship, quote, tonight, forget about the world for a minute. Go outside, look up in the Northwest, and take a look at this comet. It's a beautiful object. It's lovely. It's one of the most magnificent celestial objects you will ever see. But for all its beauty, its magnificence, its splendor, all it is is a dirty snowball that's orbiting the sun. Nothing more. Yeah. Um, Calm down, everybody. Which I thought was, I don't know, kind of cool. Like, I guess that's how I feel about most of the world. Is, that's you know, like that's how I felt when 9/11 happened and TRL had Ja Rule come on to talk about it. It was really cool what he said. I felt good. That was rude. <laughs> that was rude. <laughs> well, come on. I just I think it's neat. Like he was the fucking one of the people that discovered that the comet was coming. And then to hear this huge tragedy because of something you've discovered and to be able to do this press, tragedy. press conference and say, like, is it a tragedy? I mean, I guess. Yeah, because of course it is about them and stuff. And they're sad that they're gone. It's a tragedy for everybody left that cared about it. I mean, that's what death is. It's not a tragedy for them. Yeah, it's they're true. dead. <laughs> it's a tragedy for anyone else that ever loved or cared about them. I mean, some of these people that that went that are were part of heaven's gate were parents they left their children they left their loved ones they left you know like and so we can then mental illness is a tragedy not a fucking comet yeah well no I, I wasn't saying the comet was a tragedy and neither was he he Who? was alan hale oh he was what he was saying was literally you guys this is i mean it's beautiful it's magnificent it's amazing we've never seen anything like this before you've probably never seen something like this but when you boil it down it's just a, a snowball hurling through space there's there's really no significance to it it's just beautiful that's right that's all which this is how it goes for everything everybody yeah yeah calm down um on uh, the Heaven's Gate website, this is where how I'll end it. Um, they have a lot of, like I said, there's a ton of, of video and everything you can find of Marshall Applewhite online and, and a lot of his writings. And Heavensgate.com has all of his writings. And, uh, and one is called Doe's Intro, Purpose and Belief. And it's titled, What Our Purpose Is, The Simple bottom line and this is just an excerpt from it it's right at the end i mean it's it's a huge like rambling mess if you want to read through all of it no um but the last little bit is this thank you and and this was obviously before they died um but kind of explaining a little bit of of why they thought they were doing this and what they thought they were going to accomplish um the dilemma is we are here and most humans are thoroughly 
hooked to humanity. However, the same grace that was available at the end of the representative's mission 2,000 years ago, which is Jesus, Jesus, is available now with our presence. If you quickly choose to take these steps towards separating from the world and look to us for help, you will see our Father's kingdom. It is clear to all of us that the Antichrist, those propagators of sustained faithfulness to mammalian humanism, we are and will be seen as their Antichrist. This is certainly to be expected, and it will not delay our, our return to our Father's kingdom. It might even accelerate that return. We mm-hmm. will, between now and our departure, do everything we can for those who want to go with us, but we cannot allow them to interfere with or delay our return to him. Signed, the present representative, Doe. And that's how I will end Heaven's Gate. Fascinating. There's so many kooks. I found this one really, like, I don't know. There's there's a lot of avenues you can take it. Um, like I said, the website's still going. They know that there's at least two active members um, that run this website and do believe that they will be um, scooped. Yeah, they will be leaving. Um, All right. I don't know if they end up then leaving behind other people. I'm not really sure how it works. And this, um, how many were there? Oh, come on. Like 17? <laughs> no, it was 39 members of the group died. Uh, I was going to say 39. So yeah. out of billions of people, 39 are special. Come on. It was it was pretty inclusive. They wanted everyone. You know uh-huh. what I mean? They didn't I'm just think that they were special. They thought that no one else was realizing how special they themselves were. I'm just saying they must have done a lot of mental gymnastics to Oh, absolutely. It, or they're just kooky, like I said. I mm-hmm. So I didn't derail you. Huh? I didn't derail you. No. I mean, I didn't have, like, my outline or anything like that, but I think it went pretty well. I don't know what we're doing next episode. Maybe a good old-fashioned just straight-out murder. Oh, good old-fashioned handjob is where <laughs> I thought that was going. <laughs> we just give someone a handjob live on the air. Hey, there's a hundredth <laughs> episode idea. Uh, you want to uh, hear about the, uh, my, the time I celebrated my 21st birthday and got pissed piss drunk? Literally, you want to hear about it? It's good. Sure. Yeah, just say yes. God damn. I just don't know how you got there. Because I didn't get to derail you, and I wanted to tell the story somehow, and I never got to it because you were oh, like, "Oh, okay, sad." No. <laughs> I want to tell you the story. Like, I wasn't sad during. It was just like I just think the whole thing. I didn't realize how fucking fascinating it was. Uh huh. I'm just kind of fascinated by it, and. You want a funny story or not? I might be joining a cult soon. I yeah, might be that's... third member of Evans Gate. <laughs> be three not members. kidding. It's Running really man. interesting. Will you stop not kidding? Let me hear your funny story. You are kidding. If there wasn't so much Jesus and Christ talk, I could maybe be on board. With what? Like, I dig the alien stuff. Like you're going to die and go be in an alien land? 
I I buy that more than anything. You're gonna else. die eventually, can't you? Just wait till you die normally. You have. Oh to, yeah, for sure. I see you enjoying that earthly diet coke. And this earthly jewel. Yeah, exactly. Nation. You better knock it off. You better cut your hair. <laughs> be a I couldn't shave my head. That's where I wouldn't be able to get into this. <laughs> That's where I draw the line. I just got these nice bangs. Yeah, I draw the line. <laughs> Thank you. I need my press-ons. All right, let's hear about 100 years ago when you turned 21. Okay. Thank you. So we go to the gay bar because that's what gays do. I don't know if you know this. You got to talk into the microphone. <sighs> Perfect. <laughs> it's so annoying. So go to the gay bar and... I'm just kidding. <laughs> so we go to the gay... It's a lesbian bar, actually. Mm-hmm. It's had a million names. At the time, I think it was Misty's. I don't know. My friend takes me out because she likes to drink. I... I don't necessarily, but anyways, when I'm drunk, I do. <laughs> when I'm drunk, I like to drink. <laughs> I love it. I'm having a good time, but I'm, you know, I, you know, I recently turned 21. I already drank at that point, but not like shit faced mm. or anything extravagant. So, the, and we're supposed to be celebrating it, right? Right. So I make the first mistake, which is mixing my drinks because they wanted yeah. me to try every drink there is. Yeah. And at one point I realized I'm, I'm pretty plastered and it's hitting me. Yeah. And I feel like it's only going to get worse. And I was right. It was only going to get worse. Yep. I wasn't the most drunk. I know. I it, wouldn't it be great if every time you got that feeling, you'd be like, okay, I'm going home. <laughs> like, I'm I was done. <laughs> I was done. But somehow you just my keep friend. Going. Yeah. Uh-huh. My, yeah. My friend who has, you know, the liver of a God. Right. Like one more. You have to try one more drink. And I'm like, ah, <laughs> I have one more. Pink pussy is the name of the drink, and I'm a lesbian, and I'm drunk, and I'm like, all it's right, so that's still funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm like, all right, if that's the name of it, I'll get it. And yeah. it was, it was pink. It yeah, wasn't pussy they're good. Yeah, drink. So I down this drink. Tastes like chicken wings, actually. <laughs> uh, oh, I get it. You're so gross. It does not. <laughs> that you're thinking of a uh, uh, rotisserie <laughs> pussy. <laughs> So I down barbecue pussy. That's right. So I down <laughs> buffalo pussy, <laughs> lemon pepper pussy. We should open a fucking original pussy. Sarah, we should open a, a, a buffalo wild wings, like Sarah wild wings. <laughs> and they're like, "What is your secret ingredient?" Like we don't tell anyone, but it's you marinating can't it. Can't tell <laughs> Don't open that door in the back. It's just me on a throne, like a Game of Thrones fucking chair. Yeah, but it has shoving chicken wings up myself. Stirrups, pulling them out on strings, flinging them. No, no, one of those fucking belts. (laughs) (laughs) And you're just scooting them out as they push it. Oh god, on a little conveyor belt that just runs. That's it. My legs. Conveyor belt, in and out, in and out, in and out. I told you those Kegel exercises were going to come in handy. Oh god. This is getting really gross. Can I, you, you would know? quit when we introduced the go- ghost pepper one. I'm not <laughs> oh, putting God. that there. I'm just screaming. Oh, God. Just- oh, God. Who's screaming back there? Our chef. Shut up. Fire breathing vagina. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I like the Game of Thrones throne, though. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> so I down this drink, and now I've officially sealed my doom. Mm-hmm. And I'm trashed. Yeah. So she says, what you do when you're that trashed is you go to Denny's and it's the gay Denny. So it's Jenny's and uh-huh. you eat and drink coffee or something. I don't know. I mean, I'm fucking pissed drunk yeah. though. So we go, we go over to Jenny's 
and I'm crying because I'm so drunk, but like a drunk crying, like, ah, you let me drink too much. Like literally just like that. Yeah. Ah, right. <laughs> like Max. Yes. Like, like a two-year-old kid faking crying. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, okay, you get your shit together in the car for a minute. I'm going to go get us a booth and, and yeah. see, I'll go use the restroom. Right. And I'm like, ah, okay. So she goes in. It's like two in the morning. Friday or Saturday night and the walkway into the front door is a ramp for wheelchair access. Mm -hmm. So I walk up the ramp and then now I'm in front of the double doors. Legs. Yes. With my legs. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. I just wanted to explain there weren't steps. Okay. It's just a ramp. <laughs> okay. Fuck off. <laughs> I draped up the stairs. <laughs> so anyways, <laughs> is that better? So the double doors are right in front of me and there's there's the iron bars around the walkway. Does uh -huh. that make sense? Yeah. And yeah. I can lean over the, the bars mm -hmm. and I'm a few feet off the ground because it's raised the yeah. ground. Okay. And I start, I'm crying walking up there still. And I'm stumbling up there. It's a hot mess. Like I yeah. need these guardrails. Like you would think I'm like using guardrails on like the side of a mountain. Right. The way I'm climbing up it. And really I'm just going in a straight line. <laughs> like a jackass. <laughs> so I hurl over the well i bend over the rail to start vomiting and it makes me cry worse and i'm just like violently vomiting yeah. and it's just like the <laughs> exorcist, exorcist pouring out of me but the, the pile's already created of liquid yeah the more of i vomit you can hear it splashing on it and i'm just hurling vomit and it's making me cry worse like ah but like in between ah, uh, uh, and then uh, back to puking right and i'm puking so hard i'm wearing the typical lesbian outfit what cargo cargos shorts. and a polo shirt yeah cargos a polo sh cargo shorts a polo and flip flops and a chain <laughs> fuck off from my wallet with a condom in it I'm vomiting so hard. <laughs> Little finger condoms. Yeah, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know whose dildo you're using. Oh, my God. Would you have it in your pocket? No, <laughs> and I'm just making that part up. Listen, oh. I'm vomiting over. I'm vomiting so hard. Mm. I start pissing my shorts. And, like, God. I haven't broken the seal all night. So it's a lot of, like, it's like exorcism oh, yeah. pee now. Yeah. So I have exorcism vomit. Now I have exorcism pee. But right. I'm not. It's hard to explain. It's like dribbling out, but then when I vomit, it oh, yeah. forces it out. So uh -huh. then it becomes like a waterfall, just comes out. Yeah. So I'm literally vomiting, pissing, crying right in front of the front entrance. That sounds a lot like labor. <laughs> okay. Literally. That's giving birth. Yeah. Uh, ah, pissing everywhere. Yeah. And every time you have a contraction, like all of your water that's broken just gushes out. Ugh. Yeah. Ooh, no wonder guys faint. <laughs> I would die. I'd be like, I'm, I'm leaving. Yeah. You don't want to witness your yeah. child? No. Mm. <laughs> Just let me know when it's out. That's when they asked me, do you want us to bring this full length mirror in front of you? We'll set it up so you can see the baby being born. I was like, fuck no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I understand. It's like the beauty of life. But no, thank you. No. <laughs> God. No, thank you. No. Nope, I'm good. Keep that mirror uh, far away from me. <laughs> what a life that mirror has had. Oh <laughs> That's its life. So All right. Gross. So as soon as this concludes, like I'm still crying. The puking has concluded. Where I'm out of piss. Friend? Listen, I'm out of piss and vomit. 
And I guess my friend is wondering where I'm at because nobody came to help me. I don't even, I think people walked by and they were just like, eh, right. typical night, yeah. <laughs> typical yeah. Friday night. She comes out and she's like, what are you doing? Come inside. And I'm like, no, I can't. I throw up. And I point. She's like, come inside. I can't. I piss myself. <laughs> I'm wearing like a light tan cargo shorts. Uh-huh. Can't tell like dark it's completely soaked. Oh. So you can't uh-huh. tell because they're all soaked everywhere. Oh my god. It's dark out. It's two in the morning. Yeah, yeah. So she's like, No, you didn't. And I go, Yeah, I did. <laughs> Feel it. And she takes her hand and she grabs like my shorts and they're uh-huh. soaked. She's like, she starts laughing. Right. She's like, oh God. She's like, I already ordered us coffee and stuff. I'm like, I can't do it. She's like, all right, let's go home. So we get in the car. She's driving us home. She lives fucking far, so we have to get on the freeway. Uh-huh. She's going. She's not going 65. She's going like 75, 80 to get me home because I'm just uh, I'm a horrible drunk right now. Yeah. And I'm the whole time in the car. I'm crying and hitting her, but like in a very soft, very yeah. soft feather way because I'm a so kitten. trashed. Yeah. <laughs> you let me drink too much. Like that the whole time. I'm crying. And just like if I, like if spit comes out, I grab it and I put it on her. Uh, she's And she's being so sweet. Tony, she's rubbing my shoulder. She's oh. like, I know, I'm sorry. You did it. The more nice she is, the angry I get. You know what I mean? The more angry right. I get with her. Right. And so I have to puke again. And I'm like, I tell her, I, I got I to puke again. And she's like, we're not stopping. Like, we've right. got to get home. Yeah. And roll down the window. This is the first time I've done this too. So I roll down the window and i just have to start puking out the window going 75 yeah. 80 miles per hour mm-hmm. when you're going that fast the wind just blows it into your cheek pocket in your oh. mouth it doesn't come out <laughs> oh god so I'm just puking in my mouth and the wind is just blowing it against <laughs> my cheek spit it out so i'm spitting it out it's going everywhere it's coming back in the car hitting her hitting the steering wheel it's all over the side of the car like i realized this in the morning mm-hmm. i get home i start puking in the toilet and then I literally fall asleep with my arms around the bottom of the toilet, the base of the toilet. Oh, God. And I'm just asleep there. Yeah. <laughs> what a fucking night. And I go outside to look at it. It's my car. It's my blue Lancer. Oh, no. And I look on the passenger side, and it's just covered in, like, splatter vomit. Like, oh. in a, all in one direction. Like, a forensic scientist could have found a pinpoint where <laughs> Dexter's my... Dexter's going to come. Yeah. Blood splatter my, analysis, your puke. Right, where my stupid head was. Uh, and so that's a true story. The oh, only other uh, drunk I got like that was in Vegas, mm-hmm. also for my 21st. Listen, this was a year long celebration. Good <laughs> lord, we're in Vegas, we're at uh, Excalibur, and Excalibur has the casino in the middle and then two towers. Yeah, I've stayed there. Have, okay, so tower one has rooms one through 400 or whatever, and tower two has the same one through 400, but tower one 400, tower yeah. two, 400, yeah. I'm in Tower 1, 300 or something. I get pissed drunk on free Scooby Snacks is the name of the drink while I'm at the slot machine. There's this, there's, oh my God, this is when it started, Sarah. (laughs) I just figured it out. There's a super femme gay guy next to me. Oh. And we get up, we end up giving each other hickeys because he's trash. What the fuck? (laughs) It doesn't mean, I don't know. In the middle of the bar? No, we're playing on the slots, getting free Scooby snacks. In the middle of the casino, you start giving each other hickeys. Right. In a funny way. Like, we thought it was hilarious. (laughs) Hilarious. He gave me a big old one. I gave him a big old one. On your necks? Yeah. We're just having a good old time. Oh, God. 
So I get I get fucking pissed drunk again. I'm too drunk. I'm crying. I can't. The hallways at Excalibur are huge wide. Yeah. They're wide. Yeah, they're, they're like the shining. Small. Right. They're not small like a no, uh-uh. hotel. They're wide. They're like 10 feet wide almost. Yeah, that's right? what she said. And I'm, I'm like a pinball in this hallway. I'm not kidding. Yeah. I'm hitting one side of the wall as I go forward, and then I hit the next wall, and then I uh-huh. hit the next wall, and I hit the next wall, left and right, the whole way down to my room, and my fucking key won't work in my room. The key has the number. I know I'm at the right room. It won't work. I collapse in the hallway across from the door, falling asleep, snoring loudly someone calls security for me they're so nice right right and i have a key card they know i stay there i'm not causing any problems i'm just too inebriated to get myself to my room right they wake me up and i'm on the floor and i'm like i'm drunk (laughs) (laughs) no can we help you and i'm like a key won't work Uh, I have this higgy from this gay guy. I'm so sexually conflicted. Yeah. Can you imagine your security guard? Here's this super butch lesbian telling you about the hickey from a gay guy. Because they're so trash. And he puts the key, the key in there. It doesn't work. So I'm not crazy. And I'm just pissed drunk crying in the hallway. I can't. I'm circling. Like when you stand, but you wobble. Mm-hmm. This is me, right? But he calls in the my name and everything. He's like, you're in the wrong tower, you idiot. Right. Tower two. This is tower one. So, Sarah, I have to go with the security guard all the way down the elevator, all the way across the casino, all the way up tower two's elevator. While I'm pissed drunk, I can't even walk. And this guy has to help me to my room. And he does. He gets me all to my all the way to my room. I go in my room. Where is my best friend who I came with at the time? Fucking passed out, happily snoring. <laughs> and I just storm in there. Like, you know what I mean? No, no, I, I do what I've been through. Where the fuck have you been? What are you doing? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> just knock the fuck out. You're are done. you happy we're adults and this doesn't happen to us anymore? I don't. I would die if I did. Except for me, like last that. night I got way too stoned and lost my jewel and cried. <laughs> <laughs> and it was in the middle of the room the whole time. The next cried. day I found it uh, in the middle of the floor. Like yeah, you just cried in defeat. But I spent a good hour crying and searching and i kept telling my husband i'm so stoned just help me <laughs> he's no he's like just go to bed <laughs> figure it out tomorrow i'm not helping you are really needy when you're too drunk oh my god it was it was horrible so you're i'd so like to needy. say that we don't act like that anymore you but i'm 30 and <laughs> you have that super needy voice i haven't heard it a lot but i know it well and when your husband sent me a video, remember you guys went to that Christmas party? You got oh, shit. Oh, yeah. And you were crying and you were trying to have a bath. Remember? Yeah. In that, okay, because that's because I smoked like a huge joint by my, like to myself. Go ahead. And I drank a bunch of champagne and I don't normally drink like ever, mm-hmm. like two, three times a year I drink. So I drank champagne and smoked this huge oh, joint. And thanks. then I'm like, I'm going to lay in my bathtub because I have a big <laughs> bathtub, right? And I'm like, oh, my God, it's going to be awesome. And there's jets in the tub. And so I <laughs> go ahead. I pour like half a bottle of the bubble <laughs> stuff in there because I'm like, it's not working. Like, it's not right. a little bit of bubbles. It's not like a bubble. Like, I want like a bubble bath, right? So I'm like, fuck it. I guess this shit is defective. I'd like pour the rest of the bottle in. Like, this is oh, no. shit. 
And then I'm, I get the water up high enough and I turn on the jets and it was like, I, <laughs> it was like out of every movie where like you leave your kids in the bathtub for too long and they fuck with all the bubbles. It was like that. It was just, there were, <laughs> you couldn't even breathe because if you took a breath, you were just breathing in bubbles. Were they high up, almost touching the ceiling? Oh, they were literally ever, they're spilled out of the tub, they were all <laughs> over the floor. It, it was horrible. My husband's like, you are a fucking mess. Like, I am <laughs> not participating. And this is the least sexy bubble bath in the fucking world. <laughs> you sent me the audio. You're just so needy in it. Just help me. That was you. Why won't you help me? And you're just I couldn't crying. get my necklace off. I had a choker on. I couldn't get it off. I thought it was choking me literally. <laughs> I was going to die. But I remember being in the bathroom and he helped me like scoop out some of the bubbles and literally just like threw them on the floor because I just wasn't ready to like say this bath is trash. Put it in a bag. He just scooped them out of the bathtub and onto the floor. Like you're right. going to deal with this tomorrow. <laughs> right. And so I was just laying in the bath and I'm like the most, one of the most fucked up I've ever been. <laughs> and I just kept going like further and further under the tub. And I was like, oh, no, I'm going to die in here. (laughs) And I kept thinking that to myself, like, I'm going to die in this tub tonight full of bubbles. (laughs) But I wasn't doing anything about it. In my head, I'm not doing anything about it, right? Mm. I'm just laying there, like, accepting my fate. (laughs) And then my husband comes in, like, what are you crying about? I was literally... (laughs) Because I'm going to die. I'm in my head. I'm not doing anything. I'm just letting it happen. I'm just letting it wash over me. But in actuality, I'm in there crying. Like, Nothing's happening. Help. Yeah. Like, You're just yeah, crying in the tub in actuality. Club, get me in the bed. Get this stupid necklace off of me. In the midst of all this, he's taking videos. And I'm like, let me give you a blowjob. I'm crying. He's like, <laughs> fuck, No. <laughs> to bed <laughs> I'm like why are you rejecting me don't you think I'm pretty <laughs> yeah yeah you were doing that too in the video worst. you don't think I'm pretty <laughs> the worst you really oh, are a terrible drunk and I passed out and was fine the next day listen you're a terrible drunk so oh, am I though yeah yeah hooking up with gay guys apparently we're exhausting drunks yeah, we're exhausting. <laughs> Which is why we really don't drink. Yeah, this is not a good idea. <laughs> you need to calm down with how much you smoke. When I smoked with you, oh my God. I, I knew you were done. I knew you were gone and you would reach for more just like out of autopilot. And I'm like, yeah. what are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah. You're like, what? What am I doing? I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I don't know. Someone help me. Yes, yeah, someone help me. And then you wouldn't. And then you'd pop a cigarette, which just makes it worse. I don't smoke anymore. No, I know. I'm saying back then. I know. I was just All right. the listeners know. I don't smoke cigarettes anymore. Smoke a okay. shit ton of weed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're addicted to a flash drive. I don't smoke I weed anymore. I can't. My new job won't allow it with my medical card. I know. What's the worst? Soon it will be legal everywhere. Or if the federal government... Michigan. If the federal government recognizes the medical benefits, then I'm in the green. Legalize it. I'm in the green. All right. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening to this one. Yeah, you know where to find us. We don't know. Oh, check out last week's um, 
episode instagram episode and instagram i posted a couple pictures from our vacation and this one's um, did you see our instagram post Mm-mm. oh um, my mom uh, got the i know i got a text from her professional photo she ordered them i know I, I i texted your mom all day today four or six by eight what about what go ahead <laughs> <laughs> don't give me a look like you're sexting her or something what'd you text her <laughs> freak sexting your mother no we talked about the pig pictures and stuff but in my uh in last week's instagram post i uh posted pictures of us holding baby pigs in the bahamas and drinking out of a coconut and then weirdo jim jones so you can check those out and um weirdo jim (laughs) sounds like he was on the cruise with (laughs) this weirdo guy jones kept trying to get get us to drink kool-aid yeah um and then after this episode i'll uh a day or two later i end up posting uh reference photos for this so you'll get to see marshall applewhite and their um away team patches and all that good stuff um what are we doing on the next one i I really don't know Hmm. maybe send us some ideas guys you want to do a funny one yeah we'll see yeah. A comment or email us that this podcast sounds exhausting. I don't want to do that. They might. Then their ideas might suck, and then we're gonna. Not, and then, then what? And then okay, we're stuck just with it. Don't send us sucky ideas. <laughs> just send us your best ones. Uh huh. Well, that girl died, Lorraine. Oh yeah, I did already kind of do a Warren episode with the Amityville horror. Oh, the Warrens. Oh, you did. I don't know. This is something we could discuss off air. Goodbye, everybody. All right. Bye.